Hello, this is Aban from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 7th of January. The Bihar government has started the first phase of its caste census survey. This will end on January 21st. The first phase is aimed at counting and recording the total number of all households in the state. The second phase, which is set to be conducted between April 1st and April 30th, will collect data on families, their castes, subcastes and socio-economic conditions. The entire exercise will be complete on May 31st. The survey has been a major issue in Bihar's politics, with all constituents of the governing Mahagadbandan demanding that the exercise be held at the earliest. The BJP-led central government, however, had earlier opposed this survey. According to a report by the Hindu, the caste census is being undertaken by around 5,24,000 surveyors. These mostly comprise teachers, agriculture coordinators, ASHA workers and other government staff. Speaking to the media on Friday, during his ongoing Samadhan Yatra, Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar said that the survey will be a detailed record on castes and communities in the state. It will help in their development. Bihar's Legislative Assembly had first passed a unanimous resolution in favour of the survey. It was followed by the State Cabinet approving the all-party demand for a caste survey on the 2nd of June last year. Uttarakhand Chief Minister Pushkar Singh Dhami visited Joshi Mutt on Saturday, amid reports of several houses collapsing after developing cracks. The CM has ordered the evacuation of 600 families. He also said that helicopter services should also be available to help rescue those affected. Located in an active seismic zone in Uttarakhand and built on a mountain of landslide debris, over 250 houses have reportedly developed huge cracks over the past few days. The hill town's population of 25,000 is now terrified and furious at administrative apathy. On Wednesday evening, thousands of locals took out a march. Joshimat, known as the gateway to Badrinath, is about 6,000 feet above sea level in Chamoli district. It's home to multi-story buildings and hotels and also huge projects like the Chardham Yatra Mark. This, coupled with erosion along the Alaknanda River, has taken its toll. Nearly 50 years ago, a committee under the then-Commissioner of Garhwal had warned of an impending crisis. It urged the administration not to dig and blast along the mountainside or remove heavy stones. However, its advice went unheeded. Listeners, the Uttarakhand government has swung into action to tackle the situation in Joshimat. But many say that the problem could have been nipped in the bud if complaints were taken seriously. To know more, watch Ridesh Joshi's video report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, A Sinking City, Fear and Anger in Joshimat, Gateway to Badrinath. We have been able to bring you such reportage and analysis only because you have got our back. So subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only Rs 300 a month. Months after an audio clip purportedly pointed to his alleged role in extorting money, a minister from the Ahmadmi Party government in Punjab has resigned. Punjab Horticulture Minister Fauja Singh Sarari sent his resignation to Chief Minister Bhagwant Maan on Saturday. NDTV quoted its sources to say that Maan has accepted the resignation. A retired policeman, Sarari was elected as the MLA from Guru Harsahai in Ferozpur after defeating SAD candidate Vardev Singh by 10,574 votes. The audio clip, which was widely circulated on social media, pointed to an alleged plan to extort money from contractors with help from officials. An Air India passenger who allegedly urinated on an elderly woman on a flight in an inebriated condition 
has been arrested in Bengaluru and brought to Delhi, police said. Shankar Mishra was the India vice president of Wells Fargo, an American finance services firm. He was sacked over the incident on Friday. The incident, which took place on a flight from New York to Delhi on November 26th last year, was reported this week. A lookout circular was issued on Thursday and police began looking for Mishra. According to media reports, Delhi police had contacted its counterparts in Bengaluru after being tipped off about Mishra's whereabouts. A police team had been deployed in the city to search for the suspect with help from the Bengaluru police. Mishra allegedly fled to Bengaluru after the lookout notice was issued. He was initially traced near Whitefield but kept changing locations. He was finally nabbed at his sister's home in Sanjay Nagar. Meanwhile, Air India and its cabin crew have come under scrutiny for their handling of the incident. The crew had allegedly forced the complainant to speak to Mishra. Air India has now issued a show-cause notice and de-rostered a pilot and four cabin crew members pending investigation. A Deccan Herald report quoted sources to say that the police have asked the pilot and flight crew to appear before it on Saturday. In the US, Republican Representative Kevin McCarthy has been elected Speaker of the House after 15 rounds of voting that lasted four days. This is the longest election for this position in the last 164 years. McCarthy's victory came amid drama that unfolded on the House floor with many fringe elements amongst the Republicans voting for other candidates, leading to Kevin McCarthy losing the vote 14 times. McCarthy had to make several concessions to garner votes from dissenters of his party. He granted representation on House committees to many of the far-right members of the Republican Party besides spending cuts if the debt ceiling has to be raised. Democrat lawmakers have hit out at McCarthy's concessions to the fringe Republican members. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said that Kevin's win will cause a government shutdown or a default with devastating consequences to our country. After McCarthy's swearing-in, the other members of the 188 Congress were also sworn in. This Congress has also broken many records in terms of representation. Democrat Hakeem Jeffries became the first black person to ever lead a party in Congress. This Congress also has the highest women representation yet, with 128 members, making up for almost a third of the House. The House has also found its first Gen Z member in 25-year-old Maxwell Frost. US President Joe Biden congratulated McCarthy and said that he's prepared to work with Republicans and expects them to work with him as well. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.